0: Welcome back
1: to the Power 6 Podcast. Here's your host and one of the birthday kids, Isaiah Rose.
0: All right, guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Power 6 Podcast. A lot of exciting things this week. As Devin said, today is my birthday, and it is also Connor's birthday. Uh, Unfortunately, he's not here with us. Uh, He's probably out with his girlfriend. Uh, We also have some exciting news for you guys this week. We are going to be uploading our episodes onto YouTube So you're going to be seeing all of our pretty faces besides Headley because he doesn't have a camera. Uh, We also have another surprise for you guys, but I'm going to announce that next week. So stay tuned for that. Uh, This week will be me, Max, Brad, Devin and Headley. Um, We might have a guest picker later on. We're not sure yet. We're still working on that. Uh, But like last week, you know, another exciting week of college football that happened. And then we got another big week ahead of us as conference play starts. Uh, I'll go ahead and pass things off to Max with this week's agenda.
2: Thank you, Isaiah. Happy birthday once again. Thank you. Uh, This week, going to be a similar week. We're going to be reacting to uh, a lot of these, a lot of the big results from this last week, from week three, uh, including Nebraska, Oklahoma. Obviously, Oregon got a big win. Um, Crazy App State, Elmary. A lot of stuff to get to there. We got some big games for our week four preview. And as usual, the best parts we get into our locks, underdogs, and predictions. Let's start things off here like we usually do. We got uh, Nebraska-Oklahoma. OU wins the game 49-14. to You know, as a Nebraska fan, the first mm, six or seven minutes of the first quarter were pretty fun. Things look promising, but there's just too many issues on the defensive side of the ball for the Huskers. You know, they they couldn't overcome the Oklahoma offense. Dylan Gabriel, I didn't think Dylan Gabriel looked all that great, to be honest. But um, the Nebraska defense is just
3: that bad, I think, is an easy way to put it. Dylan Gabriel, he's really not all that cracked up to be. He's all right, but we just made him look even better. And yeah. I, I like you said, Max, first six minutes were great. We we had the momentum going. Stopped him for one drive, got the ball, went down and scored. Up seven zero. We were we were really feeling it. And then Dylan Gabriel just took out that sixty-one yard touchdown run to uh take all the momentum away from us and it was crazy because just one score like that and I felt like there was no way we'd come back like and that's exactly what happened and yeah it was it was a sad game I've never not I've never stopped watching a Husker game before and uh, that game was definitely one of them
0: yeah I was at the game Uh, unfortunately I did miss the first six minutes because I was trying to get into the stadium because Headley and Connor were running late to get to the tailgate, but I meant I saw the touchdown throw or the catch for Nebraska, and that's about the best I saw Nebraska play the entire game. Uh, when it got to 35-7, to seven, I said, I'm getting out of here. It was hot, humid, and I had a headache, so I got out of that game. This is the only time I've ever left two Nebraska games in one season, and I've only gone to two so far, so I'm on a bad streak with that. But like you guys said – we made Dylan Gabriel look like a Heisman candidate. That 61-yard run, he basically went untouched. It was ridiculous. Our defense did not show up. Um, I I don't know. I I have no words to say. The only thing I have in my notes for the reaction for this week is Nebraska looks like my high school football team. Oh, yeah, yeah. are
4: pretty bad at football. They are pretty That's bad. That's take am. on the week. Is they're bad at football.
1: I, I will agree with you, Isaiah, and I've been saying it week in and week out that we've made every quarterback that Nebraska has played look like a Heisman candidate. And that still holds true. Um, and you you referenced that Dylan Gabriel 66 yard touchdown run. If you watch that play back and just see how fast that some of our players gave up on that play. I honestly think that, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm trying to think of who his name, his brother is in the NFL now, or was drafted one
3: of our corners. Do you know oh my his, God. Do you know his number?
1: 23.
3: Is it oh uh, uh, Luke Reimer Luke, Luke
1: really? Yes Luke Luke Reimer was one of the only Reimer's guys that uh, he? no, he's 28.
3: Uh, uh,
2: Isaac Gifford.
1: Isaac Gifford, he was the only one that ran all the way down to the end zone to try and stop that play. If you look, the lineman had stopped 10 yards down the field, our linebackers stopped maybe 20 yards down the field, and he was able to just basically waltz into the end zone past a few blocks. And just – I really hope that with Bill Bush coming in, which we'll get to, changes the culture because guys just giving up too soon is not going to win us any football games, bottom line.
3: No, and I think our players got outplayed and out by Oklahoma. Like, they just – they seemed like they wanted it more. Um, We just gave up. And one thing I say, if anybody's like – overreacting to this loss that Mickey Joseph isn't the guy. I mean, I'm not saying he is, but, like, we can't judge Mickey off of this game. Trev kind of kind of screwed Mickey here, throwing him into number six Oklahoma as the first game. Um, I was listening to Shake and Nick podcast, one of my favorite podcasts, and they were saying they should have made Scott coach this game because it was going to be a blowout. Like, just make him coach it. But I didn't really – I didn't really think we got out coached per se more than what we would have with Scott. I felt like, but Brett Venables is a good coach. And uh, I think uh, they could have definitely put like 70, 70 on us easy. And they kind of let off the gas. And I think it says a lot that Brent um, respects Mickey Joseph, not only as a person, as a coach and um, just like, I don't know. They, they could easily put 70 on us. Like, we are awful. So,
4: fellas, do you think we win another game this – or do you think we have two wins by the end of the year? Is that possible?
3: I think so.
2: I think we'll sweep out another win somewhere. Who do I you think, think against? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, let's be real. The Big, the Big Ten West, and we'll get into this as well, is not looking that good this year. Um, unfortunately, we've already played Northwestern Because that, that could have been a win
4: They look bad, the Big Ten West looks bad But did they look, giving up 650 yards to Georgia Southern bad Because I know one team that does
2: Yeah, there's there's a pretty clear candidate Listen, Indiana's a pretty bad team They're 3-0, and but it's been very shaky um, You know, I don't know
3: Well, I'll say you guys won't like what I'm about to say but according to the FPI from ESPN, we are favored in one game for the rest of the season.
0: It's Indiana, right?
3: That's the Indiana, Indiana. game. We're, yeah. we're 63% favorites in Indiana. Everything else is uh, we're not. <laughs> I just checked Rutgers and we're like 37% favorites or something like that. And wow. that's against Rutgers. I mean, they've got a great defense apparently. we'll get into that later.
1: I can't say I'm surprised, but you know, this is college football. Upsets happen all the time. And so I'm still drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm really going to do my best to try and buy into Mickey and and Bill the rest of the season and see what they're made of and hope that they can turn this program around to at least get a couple wins just for the sake of the fans, the sake for the guys that are playing um, just to kind of put a little bit of life back into the program. You know, they don't need to be the ones that went out and change it in a day, but, if they can start to be the start that changes the culture, I am
3: all in for it. And shoot, nine and three still can happen mathematically. It can still happen. It's alive. We're and it's so still can alive.
1: the under the over under for Kansas as well, Jacob. No, it was uh, half, no that, that actually it got over. sealed this week. Yeah, yeah three can, yeah. can can put
3: can't you push it though?
1: No, it was, it was two, two and a half. half. It was two uh, and a half. I thought it was three and a half.
3: RIP. Yeah. Kansas, is Kansas, Kansas our Juca? first reaction. Well, probably.
1: I mean, I was going to talk about Eric Shenander real quick. Yeah,
0: um, yeah Probably talking about I would, the DC. I wanted to say the only positive out of the score of the game is that I won my works pickup again because I pulled three, and you know, total score was sixty-three points, so I won another ten dollars. So even though we're losing, I'm
3: still winning money. That that garbage time and touchdown really helped you. It really did.
2: Congratulations, Isaiah.
3: By the way. Thank you.
4: Congratulations sure, to funny. Eric Shenander, too, for winning this uh, this week's round of musical chairs for our coaches. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Mickey Joseph
2: decided this week that Eric Shenander is not the guy for a defensive coordinator. Frankly, I think it was a correct decision. The defense is terrible this year. One of the worst defenses that Nebraska has ever had, right up there with like 07 in 2017, which, by the way, our head coaches were fired after those seasons. We're just ahead of the game this season, Trev. Bill Bush was named now the interim defensive coordinator. I mean, really just the defensive coordinator. I think that's a good move. I like Bill Bush. I like his coaching philosophy. And he has experience on defense. Um, He's coached secondaries. He coached safeties and DBs for for some time at LSU. Uh, And same with that Rutgers. He was co-defensive coordinator at Rutgers for a while as well. So he's a special teams guy and he's also a defensive guy. So I'm really excited to see what Bill Bush brings. I thought for a long time, as good of a defense as we had last year, it was built off the, the super seniors, the six-year seniors that we did have. A number of those guys now rostered in the NFL. But I thought for a long time, Shenaner's defense was pretty predictable. It's a lot of third down blitzes. It's a lot of third and short, second and short stack in the box. Um, just dumping it off. I don't know. I, I'm excited to see a change.
3: Yeah, I think it's ironic that uh, Mickey Joseph, two things actually. Mickey Joseph won. Took the loss on the chin. He said, it wasn't the assistant coaches. It wasn't the players. This, this loss is on me. 24 hours later, Eric Shenander's gone, which I think is the right move. Clean slate. Just get Scott Frost's guys out of there. Just get everything Frost. Just go. Just go. Um, but I also think it's ironic that like Eric Shenander is gone because before the season, if we would have said who we want as an interim head coach, we were probably saying Eric Shenander. I know I was. I was like, yeah, just fucking – or, geez, excuse me, just throw uh, Eric Shenander in there and uh, be the interim. But he's obviously uh, failed horribly throughout the, his Nebraska career. And like you said, Max, it was built on uh, seniority, which was great, but that's only going to get you so far.
0: Brad, Mama Self's going to be disappointed. I know.
3: That one slipped. That one slipped. That's my fault. That's my fault.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about maybe the best part of Shenander's firing is maybe Bill Bush will pull Tommy Hill out of the starting lineup? Yes. I
0: sure hope so. Oh, my God. He
4: should go join the cheerleading squad, man. That's what he's been doing best at. Balls uncatchable by the receiver? Yeah, yeah. I and mean, I get it. There's a lot of players that like that's their thing though. Like, they that's just that's a DVD, like DB being thing. enthusiastic, but I, I wish it would be saved for fourth down, you know, after you make a stop on third down, um, maybe after you seal the game. Don't I, I hate showboating after first, second down? Is it more often than not that they get burned the next play? And now they're now people are making fun of you on Twitter, so I would just save it to save it for fourth down.
3: I think uh, this is not really on that showboating topic, but more the firings. Um, I think the firings, there's a good and a bad thing about it. The good thing, obviously, we get a head start on who we want to hire as a coach for next season. The bad thing, and this comes with all firings of college coaches, is decommits and recruiting. We can't really jump start on recruiting until we know who a head coach is. So it's kind of tough to recruit like right now, but yeah, that was just a thought I was thinking about because I saw a four-star from IMG decommitted recently. I don't even know who his name was.
1: I did see that as well, Brad. Yeah. I, I believe he was uh, a defensive back. I think or a four-star.
2: Yeah, it is tough because whenever you fire a coach and bring in a new coach first year is always kind of just default rebuilding year. Um, unless you're like a Lincoln Riley where you get, a ton of your, your transfers into USC and USC is a hotbed for recruiting anymore, like a Brent Venables at Oklahoma, but you're just going to really good situations there, but for a rebuild.
3: Yeah, it's, it's tough. So we just got to be patient. I feel like with Scott Frost, we weren't as patient as we should have been. We turned out to be patient because yeah. we held on to him for so long, but we were so quick to be like, all right, he's going to turn around in two years and coaches have done that. Oh like, yeah. Coaches have done that. Like Matt Campbell did that and uh yeah it's just it's just tough it's just tough
2: well with that i think that's enough uh Huster talk for now i think this bye week comes at a really good time hopefully hopefully they regroup gives mickey some time gives bill bush some time and then they have a you know indiana team who doesn't look that great this year after a bye week night game in lincoln so uh, who knows i think
4: we have all the coaches we have now by the time the indiana game starts yes I think a firing after a bye week would be kind of fun.
2: <laughs> who would you, who do you want to see go, Hedley?
4: I'm not going to wish for anyone's firing, you know.
2: The offensive line coach? Yeah, but me I... too. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> he has only been here. He, he is a first-year offensive line coach. But, okay, no, to, so Tommy Hill, right, comedy on the defense. At least we have some comedic re- relief on the offense, too, and Bryce Benhart. Uh,
4: yeah, that's true.
5: Oh, it, it, is kind of,
4: it is kind of funny. Like, I, I do – Get a lot of enjoyment out of watching Tommy Hill do a little dance and then uh, walk to the sideline while the other team is celebrating their six, their six points. You know that's really fun.
2: Hey, when we're at that Indiana game, my eyes to be on Tommy Hill the whole time. I am pumped to watch this guy play. I Cheer just later. hope
4: he's not in the field,
0: bro.
3: Nah, well,
0: I don't. I just don't want to see him. Anymore. I hope he get.
3: I hope he gets pulled because he's going to get burned. Like it's no doubt.
2: Oh, he's already been getting.
3: Yeah, you got burned, I would, he got burned it's like three
0: experience. plays in a row. Well, I, I would, would like to game. see
1: I would like to see with the bye week this week, um Bill Bush kind of just go into go into the locker room and tell every defensive player, you know, your job's not safe. I need yeah. to see you work hard these next two these next two weeks preparing for Indiana to even have a shot at starting. And I, I think there's some guys on the bench that'll that'll outwork Tommy Hill.
3: Yeah, I think, I think we're gonna have a works hardest. They're
1: gonna think have that's a few guys it. that are just kind of expecting to start. And so they're just going to take it easy.
3: And I think that's what Mickey Joseph did by taking away all the black shirts. Like yeah. I, I, I'd i love that. And I still do love that.
4: Speaking of which, I don't know if those are ever going to come back.
3: Yeah. I don't, at this point. No, it's, they shouldn't They're It's horrible. It's no, off, not, absolutely horrible.
2: Yeah. Not right now. That's for
3: How sure. How much do
4: you think one costs? You think I can get my hands on one?
3: I bet we can find one. I bet you can get out there, put some pads on, make a tackle and you're getting one. I guarantee yeah, it for sure. Like that's, that's more than what any of our defensive players can do.
4: Hey man, I can hustle. I'll tell you that.
2: I'd say the goal for the end of the year is just, just get Headley a, a black shirt. Now I think we can manage.
0: Yeah, never you know, this is no, we, this this off. Possible. This is off topic, but I don't want to see Wyatt lever on the field anymore.
2: And we didn't against Oklahoma besides yes, We teams. did.
0: We saw him. Cause I looked at our receiving and he had a catch. Yeah, like, okay, was second, was, half, there right? was a second half no, second. There was a play was
2: oh, there he was in. Oh.
0: In the first half and I'm like, why is he in? Yeah,
4: oh, like,
2: that's unfortunate. Like, guy can't catch the ball right now. All right. Well,
1: enough Can husky me, talk. Like, like I said, what's up, Devin? Let's do one more thing, okay. um, just cuz it is kind of news for the day. Uh running back AJ Allen was ruled out for the season due to injury. That's true. Uh Mickey Joseph in his press conference today when talking about the hiring of or the promotion of Bill Bush, the defensive coordinator, he didn't he didn't get into detail about what the injury was and what and whether or not it happened in the game on Saturday or if it happened in practice this week. But he will be out for the season. So, question begs: is yes, we're going to see a lot more of Anthony Grant, but will we see Ramir Johnson come back and get some extra playing time back in the backfield now?
3: I hope so. Probably. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be Ramir, Gabe Irvin, because uh, yeah, I've heard that Omar Manning and uh yant are both like wanting like praying to get out of the program like they they've threatened to quit like multiple times so i think Yant's he's long gone at this point pretty much i saw
1: omar tweet today that all that all those rumors are lies about him about him like taking a medical red shirt so he can have an extra year and leave that is what i heard he he tweeted at the some reporter today saying that he was going to medical redshirt at the beginning of the year because he had his knee injury and then so many concussions, not because he was wanting to leave the program. That was from his Twitter. Obviously, if he's just trying to put out a good face, I don't blame him, but that's just what I saw today.
3: True. It's hard to – yeah. I mean, it is a rumor, so it is hard to to believe it. I I don't have anything against Omar Manning but by any means. Or Jock, jock – how do you even say his first name? Jock-A-Z-Hit?
0: jock, jock, as jock as yet, yeah.
3: I have so, nothing against them. I like but, yeah. both of
0: those guys too. I do too, I, yeah. I really like Omar Manning. I wish, you know, if he was trying to get out of the program, I wish he wouldn't be because I like him in the receiving core. But I'm a, you can't keep guys here that don't want to be here.
3: I'm going to make Omar Manning my ringtone. So every time I uh, get a call, <laughs> I can hear his beautiful, deep, deep voice and just put me to sleep. <laughs> All right, I think we should move on. We can move on <laughs> Why you guys make it so quiet, huh?
2: Right. I was just waiting for Isaiah to be like, I, I already did that. But.
3: No. Nope, nope. All right, I'm just saying. Brett, yeah, no. Brett has so, a beer and uh, he's getting some.
2: No. Hey, we're moving on. We're moving on. So, AP uh, poll this week, nothing drastic. Obviously, we had Washington, as we could have expected, move in there at 18. Miami dropped to 25. The Spartans dropped out of the rankings. But no changes up top. You know, not much to say here unless anyone else has anything. But uh, I think Michigan State out of the rankings is deserved. They don't look that good to an extent. Um, yeah, Penn State up big. 14, same with Oregon, not big. Do you know uh, when
1: uh, official college football playoff rankings come out? Is that week six? It's like week six or seven. Okay. Week seven.
0: Uh, one thing I noted on my notes here is that Texas won and they dropped one spot. They went yep. from 21 yeah. to 22. I thought that was
3: funny. That that kind of that happens when you barely beat a UTSA team yep. while they were leading. To honestly, they could have lost that game easy. It is a bit
2: ironic that Texas lost last week, albeit close to Alabama, and moved up. And then they win this week and move, move down a spot. So kind of funny. So, what's
3: what crazy what about it was that? Funny. What's crazy about that logic too is Arkansas won, but they almost lost to Missouri State. Yeah, like they were losing to Missouri was, yeah. State, and they didn't move. That's actually I, surprising.
2: I think sometimes it just kind of depends on who's around you too. Um, like NC State, I mean, you know, they moved up four spots, but they, I mean, they beat Texas Tech decent, but it wasn't like anything crazy, you know.
3: Same Tennessee, so Sure, And there's nothing, nothing, yeah, around them, that really. Made yeah, all that much. Texas was more lower, so they they had more room to move yeah just other how the cookie crumbles
2: other teams around them on we can move football in. Is,
0: well I was just college football's been kind of crazy this year so far, yeah, like with the rankings like it's moved so much already, and especially with like the top twenty five teams playing close to non conference teams, it's gonna be really I'm very curious to see how conference play is gonna go for some teams.
3: Other than yeah. those top six, they've they've moved quite a bit. I mean, it's been Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson the whole whole year, top five. But
0: I'm surprised yeah. USC is isn't a little so, bit higher. Mm, I think, I think they're right there. we're at.
3: I I think I, mean,
0: I would put them in like five or six. I wouldn't put them in top four. I don't think they're a top four team even at the end of the year.
3: I think it's interchangeable with Clemson, Oklahoma, USC. They're kind of. I mean, if one of those teams loses, USC will bump up if if one of those teams loses obviously yeah. but
2: and there's some some better games amongst those teams too obviously Clemson plays Wake Forest um is playing Oregon State so there's uh there's they're gonna get tested this week which is which is good to see and with that we can move into some of our reactions this week Headley, I heard you mentioned the the Kansas game we can start with that one if you want uh Kansas beats Houston they are three and oh for the first time since 2009 and off to a tremendous start, they received votes in this week's AP poll. The Jayhawks are now a football school.
4: Yeah, you know what? Kansas finished in two thousand nine.
3: Oh, and twelve and seven, five and seven.
4: Five and seven after starting three and zero.
3: The year before that,
4: though, they were great. In two thousand
2: eight, or oh seven, was it oh seven or eight? I
4: think they went six and six, something like that. Seven and five. They were five hundred, and then it was two thousand seven. They went twelve and one. Yeah. I remember him beating up on the Huskers, but yeah. um, yeah, I am not buying it on Kansas yet. Um, they played Duke this week, so
3: two basketball knows. schools, nine point favorites. Yeah,
4: basketball schools. This would be a great
3: basketball
1: matchup. Duke also three and zero though. Duke also three and zero.
3: Duke, Vandy, North Carolina, and KU, Kansas, and Indiana, we'll and Indiana, KU
4: until um, at least week, week six, then I'll decide again.
3: Well, I can say about Kansas is they, they started as a high, high school for me. They went up to a JUCO last week. They're in the community college now. So congrats to Kansas Community College. Um, if they get a couple more wins, they'll, they'll turn into that university. So I'm, I'm high on Kansas. I, I think it's more of an underdog story for me, being that Kansas is so bad at football but I want them to succeed. I want yeah, them to succeed.
0: I agree, Brad. Uh, Kansas has been bad for however long. I like seeing them succeed. I like seeing teams that are normally considered underdogs in every game um, go out and play good football. I saw that the Houston wide receivers got in a fight in the middle of the game. I don't know if you guys saw that video. It's pretty crazy.
4: Yeah, but... I saw that. I got to disagree with you quick, though. I'm – I'm not looking for Kansas to do good. They just won a national championship this year. Their fans,
3: have been, basketball, basketball, been,
4: different their sport, fans have been spoiled. Why are they taking all the wins? I want wins. <laughs> I'm jealous.
2: I uh I want to point out, though, it is very possible that Kansas could start 6-0. Their next three games, they play Duke, Iowa State, and TCU. Uh, and then after that, they play Oklahoma. But – it's on the table that we see a top-15 undefeated matchup between the Kansas Jayhawks and Oklahoma Sooners in Norman, Oklahoma on October
3: 15th. That'd Max. be fun,
4: except Iowa State's going to roll them.
3: Potentially. No. Do you know when the last time Kansas made it to a bowl game?
4: It would be 2008.
3: Yeah, 2008. That is insane. Yeah. That is insane. They, uh,
2: again, the 07 year, they were ranked uh, like second in the country. They
4: won the Sugar Bowl, I think.
2: Yeah, 07, they were phenomenal they went to the big 12 championship
4: finished like seventh in the country Sixth yeah in the country
2: that's crazy, that and crazy.
4: Beat, I think they put up 70 on the huskers that year so
2: they it's did they lot. beat uh they beat Nebraska like 70 to 31. um so Kansas has done it that was uh that was a long while ago it was also really it's kind of I don't want to say it was a fluke here because they were a really good team but it's literally one year out of the last however many but
4: in 2008 they also won the national championship in basketball
2: Yes, they did. Hmm. Makes you you wonder. Uh, Next, uh, we can get into – there were some other surprising results. We had a couple blowouts. They ended up being blowouts. Oregon over BYU, Penn State over Auburn. I didn't see that Oregon-BYU result coming. Uh, BYU plays a pretty Uh, – I did.
4: Lock of the week, Max. Lock of the week. Stay tuned for my next lock of the week.
2: Hey, I had uh, my lock of the week hit, too, by the way. just want you to know that. I did as well. So we weeks in a row
3: now, yeah. Yeah, my lock hit
0: easily.
3: My lock did not.
0: Hey, boys, it's time Damn. to be real.
1: Got to take a pause in the podcast for that. Yeah. Penn State also
2: handling Auburn easy wasn't too surprising. Brian Harson is on the hottest of hot seats at Auburn. Uh, that I one
4: was to- surprising to me. You thought Penn State was going to go blow out Auburn? Yes. I
2: didn't think blow out, Auburn. but if they won by like 14-plus, I wouldn't have been that surprised. Uh, Auburn is kind of in shambles. Like I said, I, I mentioned this in the last pod, but Brian Harson was nearly fired last offseason. Uh, and, and then they found, like, stuff going on in their athletic department where they were trying to, like, like get some bad news on Harson's name to fire him. So then they fired the Auburn athletic director. It was a mess. Auburn football program is kind of a mess right now.
4: That game was a lot of fun to watch. Um, the CBS afternoon games with the at the SEC schools, So, the atmosphere is amazing. And then Penn State came in, and they were electric. It was so fun until, you know, it was a blowout. But it was a fun game to watch. I bet Auburn.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You should have told uh, the viewers, man. You should have told the viewers. I also bet Auburn. (laughs) I
4: didn't make that my lock of the week. The viewers only show up for my lock of the week.
3: You you should (laughs) have told them, hey, guys, I'm betting Auburn, so bet Penn State. Always fade, Headley the only
4: thing that matters is my lock of the week which i am 100 percent on
3: i got a good
2: lock this week i'm just saying got a good lock this week it's gonna hit it once again
4: i can't wait
0: i don't know if
2: i'm a hundred on my locks next to it well it's supposed to be a lock isaiah so
3: frankly oh, wow. Wow. Isaiah, do you dude, do you have pants well, Kyle, on isaiah do you know is
2: what i think it's like i have a lock that the combination is in the lock, yeah. so you could open it. But otherwise, I think it's
3: <laughs> – But you're not
0: going to get it.
2: I'll so yeah. awesome. well, give
0: you the combination to the lock, but you can't get
3: it.
2: Uh, how about that Washington-Michigan State game, guys? Uh, I predicted
3: that. Just, okay, just, say anyway. just say it, Max. Just say it. I told <laughs> you so. I told no com- you so. No comment. I, I did. I did. Uh, I wasn't high on Michigan State, but I also wasn't high on Washington whatsoever. I did think Michigan State was going to win. And I did Devin, them like three.
5: Devin,
2: I wish I had a, a recording, a voice recording of you being like, I got Michigan State winning by 14 plus
4: easy. Was it, hey. Did
3: Devin Miller say that last hey, week? Man, we could, we could edit Even it did. in. We could edit it in right I, here. Right I, in.
4: Did. <laughs> I did choose uh, right there. Michigan State, though. I think it was only Connor and Max that took. It was
0: Connor and Max that took Washington.
1: You know, and that's one of those hills I'm just going to have to die on. I was really confident in Michigan State going into Saturday, and they let me down. You know, I'm, I've That's been coming bad. on this streak like Headley. You know, any of my bets, if you want to win, just, just dude, bet the I other time. I don't tie. know what you guys
4: are talking about. I've been betting good recently.
1: Back on the, uh, back on the up, winning trend. I'm
4: up over the last two weeks. I'm up.
1: Had two four-leggers, and I don't think I hit a single one this weekend. Damn.
4: I, well, I'm 4-0 betting against Nebraska and 3-0 betting Iowa under. So
1: Nebraska is, like, very bad at – Against the spread. <laughs> this year, yeah. That that's almost a lock for anybody.
4: The Nebraska's a
3: lock if you uh, bet against us.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna do
4: it again. I wish I could during the bye week. How many coaches did we lose this week? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: next there was some other I mean uh NC State beating Texas Tech. I feel like that was nothing crazy oh, there, right? I mean. Yeah. It wasn't there was well, besides the dude getting his leg snapped in half. It was I'm
3: glad I did not see that. Yeah. It? Wasn't
2: that wasn't all that great? Uh, I
3: think I'm gonna have to watch that video. I just want to see what happened. Oh, goodness!
2: AM beats Miami in a low scoring game. You know, a stat I heard about this one Miami had 27 first downs. It's the only team, it's the most first downs ever by a team to not score a touchdown in the game. No touchdowns. Wow, they didn't a score game. a single
4: touchdown. They no, scored, they, they had 27 first downs.
2: 27
4: wow, that,
2: to put that into said, perspective. This week against Nebraska, Oklahoma scored 49 points. They had 31 first downs. So if you, if you get that many first downs, 27, you should be scoring like 30 plus. They scored nine points.
1: That's almost impressive. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, you can move the ball. Nebraska you, just, you can't put it in the end zone. Yeah, Nebraska's having a hard time moving the ball right now. So let's uh, take it one thing at a time.
0: Well, we only had a hard time moving the ball against Oklahoma so far.
1: Yeah, our offense wasn't very good.
3: We already some, talked about the teams.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey,
4: listen. We talk about offense. We got the Iowa game to talk about. Yeah, Iowa beats Nevada. Bencher Petrus plays on Sunday.
2: That is what <laughs> I was going to say. If you would have told me that before the season, <laughs> don't know what I would have told you. I would have told you, you're an idiot, actually. But
4: <laughs> but uh, Iowa was taking shots down the field. Then. Yeah. They weren't catching a lot of them. But Petrus was throwing pretty pretty good footballs.
0: I don't know. When I was watching, he just kept overthrowing people.
4: I did not see that. I thought I I, I watched for like three minutes. Oh well, there you go. I watched. I think the whole first half about, but Peters was putting the ball like in a catchable spot. They weren't. They weren't perfect, but they were catchable, and nobody was really making plays for him. But the receivers that can make a play for Peters probably went off to different school like i don't know purdue or something
2: yeah
3: like yeah.
4: charlie jones maybe
3: i gotta i gotta apologize to the uh, listeners if they took my my lock of the week last week i know i tried to win andrea some money back by betting nevada to cover 23 point spread i was so confident in that but i also forgot that nevada's got to score at least like a field goal and they suck so i will never go <laughs> ex- on nevada again
1: that's exactly how I felt about Yukon on Michigan. All they had to do is get a field goal or maybe even a touchdown to that's cover that 48 point spread.
3: Yukon <laughs> is so bad though. <laughs> I didn't know Nevada was. Too.
1: <laughs> I didn't know
3: Nevada was that bad, but Yukon is oh so my bad. God. On top of that, it's a combination of Iowa being literally number three defense in the nation for points against. So that's kind yeah, of tough. They,
0: well, I mean, they had three good. points against them in the first game. So
2: dude, they're tough. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Iowa's got a legit, 13. very legit defense. Their guys Man. are
4: hitting hard, too. They're, they fly they around.
2: Fly. Yeah. It's fun. It's actually equally fun watching Iowa's offense and Iowa's defense, but for completely opposite reasons.
3: It's common common is, yeah, for offense. Yeah.
4: I've actually never had more fun betting an under in my life. Like, under is an awful bet. You never like doing it because who wants to cheer for no points? But watching Iowa score no points is such a fun under.
2: I was so fun to watch this year because it's equally as bad and good.
4: It's it's a circus on offense, and then on defense, it's just masterclass. They're they're flying to the ball.
2: I, I would like to introduce a new, brand new segment for this week. It is called the Petrus QBR segment. It's where we take a look at this man's QBR <laughs> and see where it went. Do you guys know it had what it to was? Have been this pretty week? good this week, right? Wait, wait, can I guess? Right? It was a 31.3. Thirty-one point three. Wow. Yeah. So remember, he went twelve times up last week, and this week a little more than two times, two point five times yeah. higher.
4: Dude, I thought he threw two touchdowns.
2: He threw one touchdown. He went fourteen of twenty-six, so just barely over fifty percent. Why they
4: let him throw twenty-six times?
3: Yeah. Dude, it's just crazy Justin because it was random. Eleven
4: times last night, by the way, if you guys are wondering,
3: Justin Fields.
4: Yeah, yeah. Peaches I mean, threw more than double what uh, Justin, Fields
3: Justin, last, last saying, Justin Fields didn't play last night. I
4: was say,
0: Justin Fields didn't play last
4: night. He played on Sunday. That
3: was on right?
0: Sunday. Sorry.
3: No. We
0: we don't don't need bears
3: to get, are, bears are bad.
0: We don't need to get into my
3: Bears now. Come on. Bears are bad. Cost <laughs> for, call Yo, well, bears, we don't need to
2: this guy's bear. Bear. Can Bears. Can no, Cardinals? Bear. How about? So, the Louisville Cardinals lose 35-31 uh, to Florida State. Louisville is bad. Okay, moving on. Louisville is How about not the abs- bad.
3: They're <laughs> dude? They're
1: They are not
4: that a good football team. They're a
1: bad, bad
0: dude. I'm telling you, we have Louisville on the picks. I'm picking them.
3: I don't even care who they're playing. I don't think we have them on the I picks this week. That's a bad,
0: bad take. Bad, no, bad the game. rest of the season, if Louisville's on there, just note that, Max.
3: Well, right, guys, they're not going to be on there. They might be, be on, on there. They might be on there for a spread pick. I'm never
2: putting another Louisville game on our picks. Uh, they play USF. So, yeah, I mean, they should. I, hope,
3: I hope you enjoyed it, Isaiah. Now, wait, I hope you the, enjoyed picking your favorite team ever. For
2: the for the
0: listeners, I've been a fan of Louisville Cardinals since 2015.
2: I figured it out the other day. Okay, anyway, <laughs> some other <laughs> games this weekend. Uh, the App State home area is pretty unbelievable. Not much else to, to say about no, that. It's an exciting football
1: team really to watch
3: at the moment. Yeah, I mean,
4: I haven't even watched them play yet this year.
1: They're so game really against North Carolina. Yeah,
4: was insane.
3: Sun Belt's Sun Belt's insane, man. Fun Sun belt. Belt's insane. Fun it it belt, is baby. cool that
4: they got a hail mary on the day they had game day. That's that's awesome.
2: That is actually. There's no better way to to end your game than end your weekend with college game than a hail mary win. And then let's get into some Big Ten talk here. So Northwestern loses in embarrassing fashion to FCS Southern Illinois. Uh, Purdue loses to Syracuse. Man, they should have won that game. That was an unbelievable game to watch, but. The Big Ten West is struggling right now. Not, Big
3: Ten, Big Ten not West great. is 12 and 10, while the Big Ten East is 20 and 1. Yep. Michigan State has that one loss. Holy it is insane.
0: Shit.
3: <laughs> it is insane.
0: Is Wait. So, did we all pick
3: Purdue and lose again? No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we, yes. Yes. Every we did. time we've had yes, a unanimous
2: we pick, we've lost. And two of the times it has been Purdue.
0: Yeah.
3: That's yeah, I think I'm off the Boilermakers uh, train now. So if everybody's yeah. picking Purdue, I'm going. Fun, I'm fading you. Guys. I'm going to
1: ride it because one of those weeks they're going to win, and it's going to be like a big upset.
3: And
0: you know the week they're going to win, and we're all going to pick them against Nebraska. I wouldn't call that an upset. I'm not saying it's an upset. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, we're saying the next saying. time we all pick them.
4: Like big Ten West to be the bottom of the Big Ten West is really sad.
3: Hey, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But is that surprising? We've been the. Well, we also are one of the few that have an actual co- in conference game. Let's yeah, have worry I, about that.
4: I really hope we don't finish at the bottom of the Big Ten West. That would really
3: I be awful. Yeah, that's be weird surprised. that that's what I'm
4: cheering for now is not
3: bottom of the of the Big Ten West. I mean, how many years in a row have we been at the bottom? A couple <laughs> <of> years.
4: <laughs>
3: Under Frost, we've been
4: last year, we were last, last
3: like three
2: times. Oh, wait,
4: no. Northwestern was last last year. Mm,
2: did Northwestern end up – no, we we actually – yeah, Northwestern was last year because yeah. Northwestern has yeah, were... both got one conference win and we had the tiebreaker over Northwestern. It was an odd year for Northwestern. Yeah.
0: I mean, what is it this year? They lost to
2: the FCS school. Yeah, and they lost to Duke. They're not doing great. They're not doing too hot. Uh, what, is I think Northwestern is, uh, what, one and two with their only win against Nebraska? So.
3: Yeah, so they're one and oh in conference play. So they're at the top of the conference for the West. Yeah.
2: No, real fun times, real fun yeah. times. Who's your guys' new favorite then for the Big Ten West? Because I know preseason, I think we all chose Wisconsin except for you, Headley, chose Iowa, right? Yes. So if you could change that right now, what are we what are we thinking?
4: I still or- think Iowa has a chance. I, I do think that they have a chance to win the West. As bad as their I- offense is, their defense is so good. I mean, watching them play Wisconsin is going to be a snooze fest of a football game. But, I mean, I think they have a chance to beat anyone. So I'm still sticking with Iowa.
1: And I'll agree right with Jacob. I am liking Iowa to win the Big Ten West now. uh, Their offense is pretty bad. But if we look at each game these past three weeks, their offense has gotten a little bit better to not scoring any touchdowns to to now at least getting a couple up on the board. So especially on the Spencer Peters side, he's he's improving every week and – um, If that continues, they're going to be a hard football team to beat come conference play.
0: I agree. Um, Iowa's defense is probably the best in the Big Ten West right now. Um, and oh, yeah. off- offense for any team in the Big Ten West is not great. So as long as Iowa's defense can keep them in games, I think Iowa is probably the favorite right now for the Big Ten West.
3: I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm I'm a little shocked you all said Iowa. Me too. Nobody's, nobody said the only 3-0 team in the Minnesota. West, which would be Minnesota. I think I, my new favorite to win the big 10 West along with still Wisconsin being up there. I think it's Minnesota. I think, P. don't you Fleck, hate that ball guy? I absolutely hate ball people. Yeah, I absolutely, awesome. absolutely hate PJ Fleck. Not a Fleck guy. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be professional here and I'm going to say, I, I like Minnesota. I mean, I think they're going to go, they're going to be undefeated going into Penn state on October 22nd. And I think that that game could be at Penn state for college game day. It's a six thirty 30 game. Um, that's going to be a fun one. That's going to yeah. be a great game.
2: That's that's Penn state's whiteout this year, by the way.
3: That's definitely, I feel like that's going to be college game day. I, I, I so I, I like Minnesota uh, as much as it pains me to say they're a good football team.
2: You know, I'm kind of in the same boat, Brad. Um, my, biggest concern with minnesota and we know this is they have not played anyone really i mean you know they're three and zero. they have a big test this weekend against michigan state which is going to be uh good to see i think we're going to learn a lot about minnesota uh let me pull up their schedule real quick i didn't even have it pulled up
3: i think they haven't played anybody but they've also just dominated they like, have they've looked New really Mexico good state less than 100 yards but 38 to zero western yep. illinois 62 to 10 colorado they just absolutely ran through them and i mean it was 49 to 7 and muhammad abraham is a monster like he's going to tear us apart um they did lose their starting uh like star wide receiver for the season but i don't think that's gonna slow them up
2: see that's where i do get concerned about that because obviously new mexico state is one of if not the worst team in the fbs and then colorado is probably the worst power five team there you have western illinois at fcs level just a lot of unknowns but it's a- if i had to change my favorite right now i probably would change to minnesota but it's kind of funny because like we're talking about who's the new favorite in the big 10 west because they've looked really bad well it's kind of like the entire division has kind of gone down so it's like i'm almost still riding wisconsin you know yeah. just because i don't know
3: and guys nebraska is so bad it could still happen oh yeah if we're saying <laughs> iowa <laughs> <laughs> Iowa having zero conference wins. They haven't played an in conference person yet. Opponent yet, it can still happen, Brad, Just stop, man. I'm not kidding. We have the whole Brad, conference oh, slate left. we got the entire conference silly. slate. Brad, left. put Here's the Kool Aid the- down and just. Stop I, goodness,
1: I can't. Silly, hey guys, if we beat Indiana, 500 in conference
3: play. Did I what, Devin? Did I say it wrong? I-
1: so I got, I got dogged on for pronouncing Sue's name wrong last week. It's Muhammad Ibrahim
3: as the running back from
1: Minnesota. Not Abraham as in Lincoln.
3: I didn't say Abraham. I said Ibrahim. No, you said Abraham. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> hey, Ibrahim. He's not, Ibra, he's not Ibra. on our team. He's not on our team. He's not one of our greatest players ever to come, to come to Nebraska. His name doesn't matter that much.
1: The last time I saw Sue play, I was a child. So
3: I'm yeah. going to
1: write mine off. Yeah, oh uh, nine. I would have been in middle school. We can move elementary on. Elementary
3: school. <laughs> we can move on from two thousand
1: nine.
2: Wait, why did two thousand nine get brought up? Because
3: of No, mm-hmm. oh, I mean Weird. he should have won the Heisman. He, he should have not
2: salty, but we can
0: you know.
2: Let's get into this week's Tank of the Week, fellas. I think it's time. Who who wants to start us off?
3: Have Brad go because everybody picks his. Our yeah, hear it. BYU losing to Oregon was pretty bad. BYU being was... I uh, seen that coming. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> they weren't favored, fa- uh, favored for the game, but losing that bad and just get absolutely smacked during the game, um, that's my tank of the week for, for the week. So
0: I'm going to go right after Brad because I also have the same tank of the week. Although they weren't favored, they were higher ranked than Oregon. And to lose 41 to 20... And it was pretty handedly for Oregon to win that game.
1: That's just embarrassing for the Mormons and unfortunate for Brad's Cougars. Can you have them be a tank if you pick them to lose? <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm, take, I'm taking I'm <laughs> taking I'm taking Michigan State as my as my tank of the week. I was pretty disappointed to see them go out and just look absolutely flat footed against Washington and and just get smoked. Uh, I know it was in Washington, but at the same time when you're when your rank's so high you gotta you gotta play a little bit better than that, Headley, what do you got?
4: Uh, my tank of the week is the Auburn University. They got blown out at home by Penn State, go big Ten by the way, but they have a coach in his second year, and their fans are livid. they want him gone. Second year coach this is after firing Gus Malzahn who took them to a BCS national championship game, by the way, that was a long time ago and not really his team, but he also took him to multiple um, BCS bowls. That's what they were called at the time. Um, and they fire him, pick up this new guy. What's his name? Brian Harson. Brian Harson. And there's, they want him gone after year two. I'm loving it because people say Nebraska fans are, you know, very, we turn on our coaches fast. I think, yeah, Look at the SEC; they're way worse than us, I think.
2: Yeah, the fans are getting pretty unruly there in Auburn. I did like one thing, and kind of you kind of said this other. the Penn State fans that were that were in Auburn uh, after the game were chanting SEC, so that was pretty that was pretty funny to see. Uh, my tank of the week this week is Herm Edwards and Arizona State. So firm for Herm, no longer a thing. Dang he has been fired. Uh, Arizona State is one and two, and this weekend they lost to Eastern Michigan. Thirty to twenty-one didn't, he, didn't
1: even make it off the field Saturday night. Correct.
2: Yeah, he got stopped by the AD and, and university president, and
1: probably got fired right there as he's walking
2: off the field. So unfortunate for the Herm oh, yeah. Edwards. But that's 30. my tank of the week. I also secondary tank of the week to the Iowa Iowa City weather.
3: Two weeks in a row. Two yeah, weeks in a row. That was bad weather. Good tanks, boys.
2: Good tanks. None of us had Nebraska. That's good, I'd say. I'd say we, we played pretty good this weekend. We didn't that get taken for the week.
3: That one was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one was pretty uh, noticeable. That was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's true.
2: All <laughs> right. Now we can get into our uh, week four preview game. So let's start with a little Clemson uh, Wake Forest action Clemson number five, Wake Forest number 21. So we got a ranked matchup here. Right now, the Tigers are fade by, favored by seven points. Uh, this one will be at Wake Forest. Should be a good atmosphere and i think the demon deacons can give clemson a bit of a test they, they still got a really good offense under dave Clawson.
3: yeah i was uh, debating this in another game between between these two games for an underdog of the week um clemson's due for a for a bad loss or a close game against wake forest or miami whoever so i'm interested to see how this game ends up i hope wake forest knocks down clemson cuz like the first episode i'm not i'm not big on clemson so waiting for them their demise
0: i don't have anything for this game only thing i had for my week forward preview is
2: i'm glad i don't have
0: to watch a disappointing nebraska team play this week
2: yeah it is kind of nice that
1: it's a bye week not gonna lie just, stress, just sit back and stress free
2: weekend man yeah
1: just enjoy some college football i'm actually really excited for this game this week and i think it's going to be up to clemson's defense to really keep them in this game against the, the demon deacons and so i'm i'm looking forward to it but I agree with Brad. I think they're kind of due for, for an upset. I don't know if it's going to be against a ranked opponent or if it's going to be an unranked opponent, but they, they are due for a big loss.
4: Yeah, I don't really know a lot about the SC, the ACC, but I know Clemson's got a really good defense, um, top 25 matchup. I'm excited for it.
2: Should be good 11 a.m. kickoff, so we'll get that one out of the way right in early. Next we got Florida and Tennessee. This is where game day is going, Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, really? This is yes, yes, it is.
4: Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know.
2: It's. I mean, it's a big matchup, though. Tennessee's kind of trying to put themselves back on the map. Um, the cheapest ticket for this game, guys, just under three hundred dollars. Tennessee oh fans, the Tan, the Tennessee wow. fans are hyped for this one.
4: Probably still um, better about that, that super regional.
2: <laughs> yeah. Stupid yeah. Tennessee fans. <laughs> Top that's 20 matchup, crazy. though, and Tennessee is favored by 11 points. Reason, reasonably big spread, but I personally expect Tennessee to, to win by, like, around 10 points. I don't know. Florida didn't look all that good against Kentucky, and I think Tennessee's shown that they're a pretty good team this, so far this year.
0: I really like this game. Uh, Go ahead, yeah. No, I am going to say, I really like this game. I think it'll be good. You know, Top 20 team matchup, and especially for the SEC,
1: it would be a really good game. I'm with Isaiah. I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to this game um, and we'll get into it later, but I'm actually really liking Florida here. I think it's going to be a good one.
4: Yeah. Earlier this year, I said Florida was a fraud. So I'm sticking to that. I want to see them win. I like che- to cheer against Tennessee, but I do think Tennessee is going to win this one. I'm staying away from the bets on it though. I think minus 11 is a little, a little much.
2: I, I agree with that. Hedley. I think that's a good take. I, I personally wouldn't touch this one either. Um, Headley, this is also your uh your two thirty CBS SEC game this week, so
4: Love it, man. Yeah. It's gonna be a Love rocking
2: it. atmosphere in Knoxville, Tennessee.
4: I take the best naps during the halftime of the two thirty SEC CBS game.
2: Yeah. You know it's crazy too, we're talking that up and that uh that time slot in two years is gonna be Big Ten. With, the with naps the I'll team. take, man. With the new T I imagine the nap you'll get watching Iowa and Wisconsin tied out. Oh, I half can three sleep to three. the third quarter. Oh yeah. It's going to be awesome. Next game that we'll take a look at real quick. I kind of I threw this one in there because why not? I think it could be interesting. I think it's like one of the better non-ranked matchups that I've seen. We've got Minnesota favored by two and a half at Michigan State. Spartans coming off that tough loss to Washington, dropping out of the rankings. Minnesota now trying to move their way up into the rankings. So completely opposite momentum here between both teams, but an almost even spread. This is a tough one to – to sort of get a feel for it, I feel like. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, dude, I I was thinking about betting Minnesota for a while today, and I stayed away from it. I just don't know what to expect on this one. But I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota comes out and makes a statement.
3: Yeah, I have a feeling. Go ahead, Minnesota's, Brad. Yeah, I have a feeling that Minnesota's low-key going to roll them. I think they're going to ride the wave from their first three games, and it will be a real test like Max said earlier. So I'm excited to actually watch that game.
0: So I think it's also a toss up on this game. Like you guys were saying earlier, you had Minnesota as your favorite for the Big 10 West. They're actually my second favorite. Um, I'm really excited to see what they can do this year. They look very good right now, you know, being 3 and 0 in the Big 10 West. I think they will be a powerhouse. I think they're going to be a hard team to beat. Um this game will be very interesting. Um especially since Michigan State started out decent. Um that lost lost them Washington kind of threw them through a loop, but I think it's going to be a very close game I don't think either team's gonna blow each
2: other out though one thing I, I find kind of interesting about this game is uh we know how bad Michigan State's passing offense is at times they're 103rd in the nation and pass yards allowed they were dead last in the nation 130th last year um and Michael Penix for Washington kind of ripped them apart so it's, it's a big issue for for Michigan State one thing I want to see for Michigan State this week is they got a decent run defense I think they need to focus on that stop Mo Ibrahim at all costs and force Tanner Morgan to make those plays against your passing defense. Tanner Morgan's really good, really experienced. Um, but that's kind of the difference somebody's looking for there. I don't want Michigan State, and not that I'm like necessarily rooting for anyone in this game, but I don't want to see them try to try their hand at at two parts of the defense, pass defense. I think they just need to go out there, stop the run. You know, you can do that well. Force Tanner Morgan to make plays against you, and that's what's going to win or lose the game for for Minnesota. I feel like is is Tanner Morgan's arm. He's got to make the throws.
1: I, I agree with uh, Brad. I think this is – if there's a game this early in the season and make a statement that they're the real deal and a serious contender for the Big Ten West, uh, this is the perfect opportunity for Minnesota.
2: Yeah, they certainly can come out and make a, a big statement. And if they win this game, they're they're in their top 25 team as well. So, big opportunity for the Gophers. At Michigan State too, so that kind of say a lot. Nice little road win there. Next we got uh, top 10 Arkansas team at Texas A&M. Big game here, Texas A&M favored by two and a half and coming off a big win against Miami, frankly. So, you know, going to be interesting to see um, this one, what Arkansas can do, because Arkansas looks shaky, right? And you were talking about Spratt against Missouri State last week. So, you know, another tough one to kind of get a read on here.
3: Yeah, I think this is my game of the week, actually, Um, mostly because the next week Alabama comes to Fayetteville and plays Arkansas, and that could be a top 10 matchup and College Game Day could go to Fayetteville next week. I'm, I'm excited to watch this game and see what happens. Um, I'm riding the, the hogs, though, for this one. I'm actually uh, surprised
0: by the spread just because Texas A&M to start out was really bad. But well, I know they changed they changed quarterbacks for the last game, right, didn't they, Max?
2: Correct, yep, Max Johnson and was in.
0: That probably helped them with that game against Miami. But I, I'm still surprised that Texas A&M is
4: favored in this game. I really like the hogs this year. I'm yeah. kind of on that. Yeah, I don't really know a lot about this game, but I do know I want Arkansas to win. I'm going to be cheering for them. It was it was this week that I found out that the M in Texas A&M stands for mechanical and not military, which makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. But I thought, you know, they had their whole cadet thing going on at the games. I thought they were like a military school. Wait, what, is you guys the a- this?
0: what did the A stand for
4: then? Agriculture.
0: Agriculture and mechanical. I mean, it makes sense that they're since they're in Texas, but like, I I agree. Like the military things, but they they're kind of rolling. I thought with.
4: they were military school. Like looking at their their team mm-hmm. or looking at their fans.
0: The cadets. Don't the don't their fans say they're like, they're cadets or something? I don't know. Or Am I wrong with that?
4: I don't know what Texas A&M fans are up to, but I hope they lose to Arkansas this week.
0: You gonna? Is it just because their fans have
4: the. Or whatever. It was the yell leader thing that got me the video. It just made me, made him easy to root against. I need to see this video. Dude, it's bad.
2: Headley, I could see you as a yell leader.
4: You don't say things like that. That's just
2: ridiculous. We'll move on from that. I take that back. I apologize. Last game that we'll uh, check out here, real quick, before we get into a little different little special game this week besides Nebraska. But uh, we got Wisconsin at Ohio State. Buckeyes favored by 18. Uh, Remember, they were favored by this much playing Notre Dame. Is in Columbus and they they couldn't quite cover um, this game. This game's going to tell me a lot more about Wisconsin than it will Ohio State. I feel like curious to see how that Badger team comes out and plays. See if their defense can can step up against Ohio State as well.
0: I think this is a really good a uh, Big Ten matchup. You know, East versus the West. I agree. It'll, it'll tell us more a lot about Wisconsin than Ohio State. We know Ohio State is good. But we don't really know much about Wisconsin so far, so I'm I'm really excited about this game. It'll be a very good Big Ten
4: matchup. I'm excited about this game as well. I think that I think that putting a little bit of money on Ohio State 18 points is not a bad idea. I mean, three touchdowns. You got your big to, Big Ten opener at home. Could be a lot of fun.
1: I'm with Jacob. I I think this is a a good game for Ohio State to just walk away with. It's going, to be a, it's going to be a defensive battle, though. If Ohio State's offense can get rolling, then it's game over. That is
2: the 6.30 primetime game on ABC as well. So, again, going to be a great atmosphere in Columbus. Now let's do a little quick preview for our, our other birthday friend, Connor, this week. Well, Iowa preview. We got Iowa at Rutgers. The Hawkeyes are favored by 7.5. This is a night game in Piscataway, and it might be the most – I don't know. Lackluster night game. You might never see the over under right now is I believe what, 35, 35 and a half, 34 and a half, something like that. It's one of the, one of the lowest unders I've 35. One of the lowest unders I've ever seen. I'm super pumped. These are two good defenses. This is going to be classic big time football, which is crazy to say with Rutgers, but they are really fitting in, in the big 10. They're playing big 10 style football.
0: Yeah, this is going to be, like you said, Max, this might be one of the lackluster uh, night games you've ever seen. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game I think the under is a good pick this week but it's going to be a very defensive game uh, you know Nebraska, Iowa's offense has struggled this year you know Peters hasn't gone over 32 on his QBR so it's going to be interesting to see how Rutgers holds up against them because you know they've been pretty bad since like joined the Big Ten I'm excited for this I think I will watch this game most likely but I don't know I'm interested to see how it it turns out it'll show me a lot about Nebraska's chances versus both teams this
4: year. Yeah, I'm pumped about this game. This is this is the games that got me upset. It's only Tuesday. I want it to be Saturday night, pizza in front of me, Iowa under, bet on, and just watch the circus unfold. I, I love – I've been loving watching Iowa football.
1: Totally it's going to be a
4: fun one. I think 35 and the under is still good. I don't know if Rutgers scores.
2: Yeah, heavy. I, I like that take. I mean, these are two top 10 total defenses in the country. Rutgers is 10th right now. Iowa's fourth. Iowa is allowing right now, 2.92 yards per play. I mean, that is, that is ridiculous. Dude, they 194 they yards have a game. just
4: one guy on the ball. They have like three guys making a tackle. It's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it is. Like you said, heavy. Pumped for this game. I'm pumped to watch some punters go to work. Okay. And show That's off cool their craft. Games, Tori Taylor for Heisman. I know Connor would have said that if he's here. So I had to get that. In for him. Last but not least, super quick. What's uh, we can get into your guys' game of the week real quick. What are you guys liking?
0: So I have in my notes here, my game of the week is Florida, Tennessee. I really like uh, Tennessee this year. And I don't know. I think it'll be a good game. Good sec matchup. I think it, you know, any game in the sec, when those teams play, it's normally a dogfight, fight. And, I don't know. It's interesting to see because, you know, Tennessee is normally not ranked this high. You know, they were good for a little while, but, you know, they haven't been ranked inside the 20s, I think, in the past couple of years. And then Florida not being ranked coming into the season and, you know, upsetting Utah. I don't know. It'd be a good matchup. and I'm excited to see the outcome.
2: I think there could be a few different options for me. um, I mean, man, there's a lot of good ones. Florida, Tennessee is great. Minnesota, Michigan State, Arkansas, am They're all really good. I'm going to go a tie, though. If I can do that, a tie between Iowa Rutgers and Florida, Tennessee. Because I think Iowa Rutgers is just going to be a beautiful thing. And Florida, Tennessee is a phenomenal game in that atmosphere at Knoxville. Literally, I mean, it is going to be something else. Those fans, the they, you know, they've been wanting a program like this. Kind of similar, their situation's been similar to Nebraska for a long while. And they finally got a good team. So excited for that.
1: It's going to be a rowdy game for sure. My game of the week is going to be a little awkward. A little weird since it's not a, it's not a big ranked matchup, but I'm going Duke and Kansas this week. I think this is going to be a shootout. And I, I think whoever wins is going to finally crack the top 25 in their rankings. So I'm, Crazy, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I think, I think it would have been kind of cool to have game day go there, but you know, I totally understand it going to Oxford. It's kind of hard to beat that, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Um,
4: I'm, I'm going with you guys on this Florida, Tennessee game. Um as much as I bash on the Tennessee fans, they, they do love their sports and they're going to be going crazy. It's going to be a fun time. But also, I want to shine a little bit of light on the Baylor-Iowa State game. It's 11 a.m. Baylor, I think, is a good team. They lost to BYU earlier this year. Iowa State could prove themselves. I would like if Baylor won, it would set up a very fun matchup for Oklahoma State and Baylor next week.
3: Yeah, like I said before, my game of the week is Arkansas-Texas A&M. I I would really like to see college game day go to Fayetteville for Alabama and Arkansas. I think that would be a good matchup.
2: Yeah, talk about a rocking atmosphere. That would be the case for Fayetteville next week if that's top ten matched up. Devin, that was a good point about you, too. That Kansas Duke game is kind of a battle just to be ranked. Really, that's, that's kind of fun. Kind of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. All right. Now let's get into our locks, our weekly predictions, our underdogs. And Isaiah, you can take it away here. We have a special guest this week. All right, guys.
0: Um, If you're watching on YouTube, you saw that we had our special guest join earlier. Our buddy Nolan Spiker is joining the podcast this week as our guest picker. Welcome, Nolan. Thank you for joining us this week.
5: Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Feels great to be here. Did not notice to be on YouTube, bro, so I'd look better. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, I'm glad to be here. Um, Some of you had some horrible takes, but you're my friends. So, And it's my first appearance on the guest, so I'm not going to you know, get too brazen with you.
1: Um, So this is all
5: about... That's what it's all about. I'm surprised you guys don't have a. Brad sent me all the the games you guys are talking about. And I'm like, you guys aren't even talking about Washington versus Stanford. All right. Stanford went toe to toe with USC, and y'all just don't want to include them. Like, that's not a good game. Like, Washington. We'll get there. I'm just saying, like, it's not on the list that I was handed. I'm kind of sad. Um, I think you guys are missing some spots here. Maybe that's why you should bring me on as a full-time person. Maybe make it Power Seven. Who knows? Um, but if we're just going down the list that I do have, um, and I got to get going, that's why I'm talking fast because you boys. Got wait, wait, time.
2: wait, Spike. We'll go through the predictions.
5: Oh, yeah. Oh. We'll, yeah, do yeah. It we'll go through we'll the. We'll each, it. pick, all all each pick. Right.
2: Yeah, we right. right. each are good. Hey, Spike, right. you got some airtime
5: here, okay? Let yeah, do it. Bro. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you We know, sure. need airtime, bro. I'm gonna be. I got airtime. I would like to. You know, this is
2: this is the this is the biggest. Uh, pick slate that we've had so far. So
5: it is. It's not big enough as nah, as, well, as yeah. any as any ex girlfriend will say. It's never big enough. All right.
1: Oh man. Oh man. All right. This is why we brought them all. <laughs> all <right. laughs> I did. I did have USC and Stanford as my second pick for game of the week. I think that's going to be a really good one. I'm excited to talk about Stanford it here Washington. soon.
0: Stanford. Washington. Oh yes, Stanford
1: Washington. My my bad. Excuse
2: me.
0: All,
5: yeah. right, all right, Okay.
2: Well, enough fake games. Spike, you got the order by the way for the picks.
5: Yeah, I got the order. Okay.
2: Let's get into it. You got a lock, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Lock, so we'll get man. into our first. We're getting our first pick here. We got our locks of the week, and I guess I'll get things started off here. I have an interesting lock, and I, I'm really liking it. I have the Kent State Georgia. So the over under for Kent State and Georgia is at 62 points. Uh, I think that's way too high because I don't think Kent State is going to score on that Georgia defense, and if they do, maybe they get a field goal which in turn means I don't think Georgia is going to score 62 points or 59 points. Uh, Georgia's three games this year, they won 49 to three against Oregon. Then they won 33 to nothing. And then they won 48 to seven. All of those hit this game's under Georgia. I mean, they're not going to go out there and, and pummel someone with their offense. Yeah. I I think this over, under seems to like
4: just go for the throat right away and then coast for the rest of the
2: game. They played Samford FCS school. In week two, and they won 33 to nothing. They don't, their offense is not like they're going to go out there and score 60 points, but they're going to allow zero points. I genuinely don't know why this over under is at 62, but I like the under in that game a lot.
0: So, my uh lock of the week that I've got picked here is the Clemson spread of seven points. I think Clemson's going to easily cover seven. I think Wake Forest had a good team last year, but I don't think they are carrying as much momentum this year as they were last year. You know, Clemson's always been a powerhouse in the ACC, so I think
3: Clemson seven point spread is a lock. It's always Headley, man. I feel it like is, always I swear, it. it's oh, always. I always
4: Hedley. forget we do the we do the order.
3: It's literally um, the chat. Come
4: on. Okay my my lock of the week here is this, this is a this is a strange one. I'm going to go Penn State twenty eight points to cover against the Central Michigan Chippewas. Uh, I think Penn State's good. They're going to come out. They're going to win. They're going to win by more than four touchdowns.
5: Headley, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm glad you broke the awkward silence and realized it was your time to go. Um, yeah, I
4: always forget there's a list.
5: Yeah, you know, just you know, if you were like on your computer paying attention, that might help. But um, you know, well, I, my lock boys, which I mean, just looking at stuff, I've been too busy to really pay attention that much. But after just looking at this, dude, we saw what happened against the Sooners when you don't have a team that can go toe to toe on the O. All right, like it's just. it it turns into a demoralizing thing. Your defense gets stuck out in the field continually. And let's not forget what happened with our good old boy, Adrian Martinez, this uh, past week against Tulane. Like, come on, like, K State just sputtered. They like their offense is struggling, dude. Like they are gonna get eaten alive by that defense that just destroyed Nebraska. And I feel like Dylan Gabriel and the Sooners are just gonna roll over them. So they're at what thirteen? They're easily gonna win by two touchdowns, baby. Like I have no doubt in my mind. Sooners are just gonna go and just destroy K State. Yeah, I don't hate
3: that lock. I don't hate that lock. No, that's like that. a good one. So my lock of the week this week is UNLV to cover a two and a half point spread versus Utah state, Uh, Utah state barely beat UConn. Uh, They lost to Alabama 55 to zero. And then Max, I believe this might've been your uh, tank of the week last week, tank of the week last week, they lost to Weber state 35 to seven. Yeah. No way they cover a two and a half point spread. So I am hammering UNLV to absolutely roll utah state is it aggies utah state aggies yes yeah. sir yes sir. i believe so i can get behind that one brad
1: um my lock of the week is because i absolutely disrespected them last week by taking uconn to cover on michigan uh so this week i'm taking michigan to cover 16 and a half points spread against maryland uh i think their offense is just firing on all cylinders and they look they look pretty unstoppable so i'm i'm looking forward to them covering that pretty
3: easily I like it, Devin. Show show Michigan some respect after you disrespected him last week. I got to
1: own up to it. I got to own up to it. Brad, you're a big UNLV guy this year. This is the second time you brought him up.
3: This is like my third time bringing him up. I am a big UNLV guy, even though they kind of screwed me, I believe, last week, but it is all right. It is all right. I, uh,
2: I like a lot of these locks, fellas. I think there's a lot of opportunity to make some money this week. I'd like to throw out an honorary potential lock of the Rutgers Islander. That's my fun lock of the week. I think that'd be a fun bet. I can get behind that. Dude, yeah. I throw
4: some money on the Iowa under every week. And yeah. It, it, it's profitable.
2: Yeah, very. Next, we'll get into our underdog of the week. It's got to be a plus seven dog or greater. Um, I like Miami of Ohio. They're plus seven exactly to the Northwestern Wildcats. I think Northwestern is kind of going downhill more and more. Uh, so I like Miami of Ohio to potentially get the job done there. I also – Other potential lock would be Utah covering 14-and-a-half point favorite over Arizona State. Arizona State just got their head coach fired, and they're really bad, so I think Utah could win that one too. So either one of those. or Sorry, that'd be a lock of the week, but underdog is miami Ohio.
0: (laughs) So my underdog of the week is actually going to be Florida. Uh, I think that's going to be a very good game against Tennessee. Uh, If Florida can pull this off, it'll prove that, you know, kind of our doubts that we've had so far. But, yeah, I'm going to go Florida covering – or. not covering, but winning against Tennessee for my underdog of the week, the 11-point
4: spread. I'm also going to go with Florida, not because I really don't like any of the underdogs this week, but I have, I'm have i asked to choose when I'm going Florida because I want them to win. I really want them to win, and I'm going to will them to win by making them my underdog of the week.
5: Well, I'm going to be really original here since both of you are little fanboys, but I was going to go with Florida as well, all right, because I, I like my games. You are allowed players. to do that. I I don't want to be like that though. I mean, I'm supposed to be. But a, a... it's allowed. I'm saying it's allowed. I know, but just because it's allowed doesn't mean it's right, Headley. All right, come on now. Like, but no, I I do really like Florida in this matchup. Um, I I really feel like they could pull something off. Um, it's just it's hit or miss with them. I
3: don't know.
0: I really hope Brad picked this as well because you know he has a bad track record for that.
3: I do, but I did not actually. My underdog of the week. Give me the Scarlet Knights against Iowa. I I like them against Iowa. Iowa's offense is so bad. Rutgers defense is top 10 for yards against, and their offense is like lower middle pack. Uh, It's going to be a little difficult against Iowa's defense, being number three in points against. Give me the Scarlet Knights to uh, upset the Hawkeyes.
1: I can get behind that, Brad. Um, Unfortunately, I'm following the train of Isaiah Headley and Nolan, and I'm taking – Florida as my underdog of the week. I just think 11 points is too much for a top top 20 matchup, so I'm looking forward to that game.
2: Now we will get into our straight picks. So we got our first one. It's a Thursday night game here. Interesting matchup between West Virginia and Virginia Tech. Mountaineers favored by two and a half, and I like West Virginia to get the win as well.
0: I agree, Max. I'm going West Virginia here, and they're going to cover
1: two and a half. I also like West Virginia in this one.
5: I, I got to stick with West Virginia. Virginia Tech hasn't had a real challenge yet. be Virginia Tech.
1: I am taking Virginia Tech as well. I think it's gonna be a, a good matchup, and I think they're just gonna pull away with it at the end.
0: All right, guys, I want to take a pause here. We forgot to introduce our season records for the year. So, Brad, take it away.
3: I've been guys, I've been working hard on this, man. I've been sitting at work, getting paid I, to do this spreadsheet. I was gonna do it after our <laughs> Thursday
2: prediction. I was gonna do it before the Saturday slate. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so I just I just want to tell everybody our records if everybody's anybody's following. So I've counted out all of our picks and everything. So I'll just go down the order. Max is 26 and 15. He's second. Isaiah is 21 and 20. Headley is 27 and 14. He's doing the best out of us. Just barely, barely passing Max. Connor and I, Bradley are 23 and 18. And Devin is also 21 and 20. And then our last week's guest picker, Benjamin Dalton. He went five and six, so we'll see if Nolan can do better than that. <laughs> if he if Nolan gets more than fifty percent correct on on this week's, uh, he will be leading in our guest picking competition. Do I get invited back? Is. I mean, if, <laughs> if we if you win, if you get, if you, win, right. if, you get uh, if you get them all right, we will invite you back the very last episode, our season finale, or if you're just the winner, maybe. Get yeah, get trophy. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, get
0: a, we'll get a Power Six guest picker trophy. You can have it.
2: <laughs> did Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah, did you get your pick in for West Virginia, Virginia Tech? I did. I did. Okay, I had, okay I, nice. I, I have West Virginia. All right, good. We got the Thursday night game squared away. So now let's move into our Saturday slate here. Clemson at Wake Forest. Uh, Tigers favored by seven. I'm going to go with Clemson here, but not super comfortably. So this was
0: my lock of the week. Clemson winning with the
5: cover. So I'm sticking with
4: it. I like Clemson as well. Their defense is too good.
5: I got to be a follower here, boys, Clemson. I feel Clemson too well. Wake Forest, I hate them.
3: We better not all pick it. Um, Unfortunately, I do like Clemson as well. Um, Uh I I hope Wake Forest wins, and Clemson's due for, like, a uh, upset. But I think Clemson's going to win.
1: I'm also liking Clemson, boys, so you know what that means? Uh We just got to go bet on Wake Forest this weekend. No ground would be gained on that one, huh? Fade Headley. (laughs) spade the headley
2: that is yeah next pick we get into baylor iowa state this is a tough one guys the cyclones favored by two and a half it's in ames uh i've been going back on back and forth on this one for a while give me baylor
0: yep i'm taking the reigning big 12 champion
2: baylor in this game
4: ames is going to be as rocking as ames can get on saturday go state
5: I gotta agree with my my uglier looking counterpart here, Headley. Um Iowa State, baby. The cyclone's gonna be going wild. Ames is one type of place, dude. I think Baylor's gonna go in thinking they know what they're doing, and I think
3: they're gonna get gonna get rocked. Ames is a fun little town, man. I didn't think Iowa State looked very good against Iowa though, and um, I feel very confident now that Headley picked Iowa State. I'm going Bear, Baylor Bears.
1: I'm number one, Brad.
3: <laughs> you are number one Ed the, the stats don't lie.
1: Let's go Bears! I'm also taking Baylor, and I'm riding that similar, with a similar take on Brad that Brad said.
2: Next game, Duke and Kansas, the honorary game of the week in all of our hearts, really. Um, I like the Jayhawks all the way in this one. Got to do it.
4: I got
0: Kansas, and I think they're going to cover nine points.
4: I got Kansas as well, man. I I don't want to buy into the hype, but I'm going to have to for the for the sake all of right. the picks. All
0: right, let me. If we play the clip from last week, Headley said, You will never catch me picking Kansas this year. Dude, <laughs> he, he literally said that last week.
4: I found out I'm number one now, so I have to oh,
0: keep
4: it going. Yeah. Kansas is going to win this game. I, I doubted them all March when they won the when they won the tournament. And I've doubted them all football all football season. They keep on winning. So I'm gonna be the one that flips the switch for Kansas.
5: See, I can't, I can't fall with you guys because I can never go back on my Blue Devils. I know it's because basketball, but I, I just hate Kansas too much. All right, rock chalk can't finish the end half of that, or else this podcast be censored. But um, you know what I was gonna say? I got, I gotta go with Duke. I, I just, I'm loving my boys too much. I can't be a traitor. I'm no Headley. I
4: thought it was rock chalk and Jayhawk. Yeah, I did. Was it was finished with Jayhawk.
5: No, there's know. something that rhymes with that that
3: I couldn't repeat. All right, I'm going to – Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to move on here. So, uh, I will – I am a little bit opposite here um, of Headley. I will pick Kansas until they lose. It won't be a clean game. Kansas will win, but they will not cover.
1: I am uh, the same way as Nolan, but the opposite. I absolutely hate Duke uh, because I grew up a North Carolina basketball fan, and so I am riding the Jayhawks all the way to the ticket station. They're going to win this game. They cover him? They're covering. Yeah. Big win for the Jayhawks. Uh prediction
2: by Devin there. Next we got Florida and Tennessee. Huge game here, obviously ranked SEC matchup. I like the Vols.
0: So I know I picked Florida as my underdog of the week, but I also have the Vols winning this game. Uh Tennessee's not going to cover. I think it's going to be a close game. Tennessee wins.
5: How insightful, Headley. Um, I, I got my gators. I, I I gotta root for the gators. I can't I can't fall in line with the thinking that Headley
3: just put forth. Give me Tennessee.
1: You know, I had Gator when I was down in New Orleans this weekend and it was fantastic. I'm riding with the Gators. <laughs> he eats the gator, then goes for him. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I gotta support. I'm all about I'm all about replenishing the species. I, I'm looking for to to Devin's
2: new favorite food.
4: Good thing he didn't need a volunteer, you know.
2: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. Well, going with that same logic for the next game, you got Texas and Texas Tech. I love me a good steak. Give
4: me the longhorns.
0: I also had the uh, the Longhorns in this matchup. I think they're going to cover the spread against Texas Tech.
4: I got the Red Raiders here, baby. Not because I want to eat one, but because I think they're going to win the football game.
5: Now, see, I may be a little biased, um, but I, I got to rep my boys down in Lubbock because they got nothing better to do, all right? I, I like I like my Texas Tech. I like my Red Raiders and also horns down. I, as As an actual Nebraska fan, for you to actually even – say something positive about texas disgusts me all right if anyone else in here says anything positive about texas i know where all of you live i will come to your houses well you better get to Demon's
3: apartment then go ahead brad yeah so since we uh, run a professional sports media company um <laughs> i am gonna go texas here but Woo! it will be closer than we think uh still horns down but i am going texas
1: I owe a lot of my credit to liking Texas due to the part that I live with a Texas fan. And, you know, my, my roommate's incredible guy, you know, it's hard, it's hard to see what he went through these last couple of years. And so I've been really high on Texas this season and I'm going to still be high on Texas. I think they're going to get it done. Um, I don't think it's going to be very close. Uh, I think Texas is going to cover pretty easily. Good picks fellas. Next,
2: we got a really close spread here. Notre Dame favored by, uh, I have one point, but I think the spread has actually shifted. I think UNC might be favored now, but it's about even. Notre Dame, Tar Heels, I like the Heels offense. They're going to score a lot of points. Give me North Carolina.
0: This game was really hard for me to pick because, you know, North Carolina coming out week one, scoring as many points as they did. But I still think Notre Dame is the better team here. So I'm I'm going to stick with my pick that I had originally, and I'm going to go with Notre Dame to win this game.
4: Yeah, I agree with Isaiah. I'm going with Notre Dame, North Carolina. They got a good offense, but Marcus Freeman is a defensive mind. He's going to shut that down. And North Carolina's defense is pretty awful. I think App State scored 60 on them. So I got Notre
5: Dame. See, this was also a hard one for me. Um, But I mean, as much as I did hate, Mac Brown for his time at Texas. I mean, what I see him do at North Carolina, that offense is just so explosive. But at the same time, Notre Dame hasn't given me anything really to work with so far this year. I mean, they they really haven't. So, and it's 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 typical Notre Dame, but almost in Oregon fashion where or it, usually Notre Dame is in Oregon fashion where it's like, "Oh, we play good, we play good, and then we do something horrible down the stretch and we just end up flailing out." And this year I feel like they've already shown that they're not what meet the hype. Um so, I mean, I just I feel like North Carolina's might pull out a win here and uh, just make Notre Dame fall even further from the grace of that, you know, they're not back.
3: Yeah, Notre Dame has been really not good. They haven't been Notre Dame this year, but I'm going to go Notre Dame with that logic. So I don't like UNC. I just don't like Mac Brown. Give me uh, give me the fighting Irish.
1: I'm a North Carolina guy. You know, it's going to be similar to my pick against Duke and Kansas. I think North Carolina is going to win. Not because I love North Carolina football. You know, they've never been a super solid program, but I'm with Nolan. I just don't think Notre Dame has really shown us that they can be a competitive football team. They're kind of looking like last year's Huskers. So if, if it's been that way, I think I think Notre Dame's going to lose this game by uh, three points. Wow.
0: Devin and Nolan agreeing on something
5: never happened before. Going crazy right now, dude. Oh yeah. Hey, making moves.
2: Next, we got Minnesota favored by two and a half at Michigan State. I think Minnesota's on a little bit of a roll. Give me the fighting flex. Give me that ball guy.
0: PJ Fleck takes the win and covers the spread pretty handily here.
4: Yeah, I've got Minnesota as well. PJ Fleck is awesome.
5: Yeah, I think I think that bald head. I think Mr. Clean's gonna gonna rally the troops a little bit further. You know, maybe get a little reflection off the lights off his head, blind some of the Michigan State DBs. I think I think Minnesota's gonna win this game. Michigan
3: State's gonna look even crappier than last week. Give me PJ Fleck and PJ Fleck Jr. at the helm. Let's go, Minnesota.
1: I'm taking Mel Tucker and the Michigan State Spartans this week. I think I, oh, no. I, I, think, I think they're. They're pretty embarrassed about the way they performed last week, and they're gonna, they're going to go out and they're going to have a chip on their shoulder. Get it done.
2: Fake, take. Fake or God, Jesus Christ, could take there, Devin. I can respect that. I'm so used to saying fake take about Isaiah. Like, fake
0: yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Uh, next we got He's Arkansas. It either way. Yeah, it, it could. It could. Next we got Arkansas and A and M. A and M. Sweeper by two and a half. This game is another tough one. There's a lot of games this week that I feel like it's really tough to pick. Uh, I'm going to take Arkansas though, but not confident at all.
0: Give me a pig suey here. I think Arkansas is going to easily win this game. I don't think A&M is a good
4: team. I don't think they'll easily win. I do th- I'm do. i going to take Arkansas. If they were at home, I'd be a little bit more confident. But the fact they're on the road, I'm not sure, but I-, I think Arkansas is a better team.
5: Yeah, just by looking at this, I mean, I don't know. I mean I know AM was coming in with all this big hype this year. And I know that Arkansas, is, you know, showing a little consistency, a little more consistency than them so far. Um, I was really unconfident about this matchup. Um, but I'm I'm gonna go Wu Pig Sui um just because I, I like Mahogs. So
3: I like Arkansas in this matchup, um, mostly because I don't like Texas AM. And on top of that, I really want college game day to go to Fayetteville next year, next week. I don't know if I've said that already. Maybe four, three or four times. You might, times, have, I might have
1: mentioned it just, a, just might
3: once. Have, might have mentioned it. Might have been my game of the week. But, you know, it is what it is.
1: I also have Arkansas this week. But kind of looking through and what we've talked about, this is probably the game I'm least confident in. Texas AM did just start a different quarterback last week, and they were able to get the win. So... With another week of practice, maybe they're able to get some things going on offense to actually get some touchdowns and uh, put up a good score on the board. I do think Arkansas get, Arkansas is going to pull away with it, uh, but it's going to be a close one.
2: Next, we get into our spread pick of the week. Vanderbilt goes to Tuscaloosa in a night game. is favored by 40 points. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but give me Vanderbilt to cover.
4: Alabama's covering.
5: Nothing else I need to say, here.
4: I also think Alabama's gonna
5: cover. Much as I hate Nick Saban, dude, it's Vanderbilt. Like, do you guys not remember what you said in your first episode talking about how bad Bandy is? Come on. Like as a program, and they're going up against Bama. Dude, this isn't baseball. All right. I Max, I'm sorry, I can't agree with you here. Like Florida or, uh Bama's definitely covering, dude. Like, there's
3: no doubt about it. Bandy was bad. They're three and oh now. 3-1. They're covering. Three and one now, they're covering. who they lose
2: to? Uh, Wake Forest, they lost 45-25.
3: They're three and one now, they're covering against Alabama. Come on. Good take.
2: <laughs> I I think Alabama's covering pretty easily. Fair enough. I think the Commodores can catch the tide off. Uh, they can catch them uh, not prepared for that game. I think Alabama's going to be overlooking that and looking forward to the next week against Arkansas. know, well, maybe. Uh, next we got Wisconsin, Ohio State. Nothing to say here. I like the Buckeyes.
0: I like the Buckeyes here. But I'm going to give some respect to Wisconsin. I do not think Ohio State is going to cover 18 points.
4: I like Ohio State to win and cover.
5: Yeah, give me the Buckeyes covering. Ohio State, nothing else to say. I'm with the
2: Buckeyes all the way. Simple enough there, fellas. Next we got K-State at Oklahoma. Whoever had this spread as their lock, I, I don't mind that at all. I do like Oklahoma big here covering that 13 points.
0: I agree. Uh, I think Oklahoma is going to cover Taylor Martinez. Or not Taylor, Adrian. Martinez is a bad quarterback I was okay. not I was you're not
1: the first one to do that Isaiah don't worry
0: yeah I was yeah. not I was never high like after the first two years Adrian was at Nebraska I was never high on him so I I think Oklahoma covers easily after seeing them what they did against Nebraska
4: yeah I always do that shit. <laughs> I like Oklahoma to win and cover here as well I'm so su- I'm actually surprised the spread is what it is
5: yeah so um I this is my lock, right? Of them them covering here, Oklahoma covering because that that <laughs> I can't say offense is sputtering now now. Everyone in Manhattan's like, well, what happens? Like, yeah, okay, what'd you expect? You picked up Adrian Martinez. All right. Like, I think I saw something that said he's averaging what he has a 7.4 yards per completion. It ranks 120th in the FBS All right. Like he's not gonna be a guy who expands the field vertically at all. Um, We all know that being Oscar fans, at least seeing it the past few years, like OU is just going to do what they did in Nebraska. They're going to stop them on defense and they're going to turn around and just destroy them on their offense. So I
1: I think Spencer Petrus almost has a better QBR than Martinez does now. So he's continuing to improve. It's getting closer. I think Martinez is sitting at like a a 48 or something around. He was like the fifth lowest when we looked at it last week.
3: I think the Kansas state Wildcats are screwed. They are absolutely Going to get demolished by Oklahoma. They, uh, although Nebraska looked really bad, and we made made them really really good. Oklahoma has a fairly good team, and they they want to be in the playoffs. So I think they're gonna they're gonna roll the Wildcats. I agree with Brad here. I think they're gonna roll roll K State.
1: I want I want them to do that, partly in because of Martinez. Uh, I'm I'm sure he watched that Husker game. It was like. Damn, I'm looking forward to getting Oklahoma next week so we can show them that we're – I'm much better now, and I think they're just going to – I think they're going to get rolled.
3: Bill and Adrian Martinez fan.
1: Adrian, if you're listening to the pod, hit me up. Sorry, guy. No. Sorry, I had a bar hey. one night in Lincoln, and you just weren't very nice. That's rough. It's, it's personal.
2: That, yeah, hey, fair enough. Um, <laughs> that was a big upset we didn't get into. We had two lane over K-State. That was, that was a tough Tough look for the Wildcats. Next, we got Hawaii Hawaiian, New Mexico State – uh, New Mexico State favored by five. This is potentially a matchup between the two worst FBS teams. Uh, it's almost unfair that we're picking this, and someone might get this wrong because of just how bad this is. I am going to take New Mexico State, but I don't even know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like Max said, these are like the two worst teams in uh, FBS right now, besides like Nebraska. But I'm also going, it. yeah. I'm I'm going New Mexico State here, but the five point spread. I don't, I don't know. Like, it could, somebody's gonna get this right and somebody's gonna get this wrong. Like, there's, there's no right pick. I feel like.
3: Here. Well, that's how the game works. That's how it's game works. Okay, okay. Yeah. no, but like,
0: still, <laughs> I, st- I, still don't think there's like a, there's, a, there's not a confident
4: answer here. Someone will probably with. win the, the way, game. The though. way, I'll there I'll put will put probably it is be a, a loser to the game too. It's
2: <laughs> hey, just let me, uh, it's, just let me leave. It's very unfortunate that someone this might count against someone's record but anyway
0: yeah
4: and better words well Isaiah's nice. pointed that out I'm very confused because I don't know if a draw is in order but I have watched New Mexico State this year and their quarterback did not look very good uh in fact I was looking at the live bets and he for the second half his over under on pass yards was I believe 50 so um I don't think New Mexico state can score, but then again, will Hawaii score? Who knows? I'm going to go Hawaii.
5: Like how Isaiah did his little dad walk away from the chair and then back into the chair. Um, that was, that was, that was funny. Um, it's like, he's already 40, um, but no. Okay. Hot take here. All right. We got Hawaii, New Mexico state, like you said, hear me out. I feel like even though it's, it's highly unlikely, I feel like Nebraska still finds a way to lose this game. All right. And I don't know which coach goes next, but I feel like Nebraska, even being on the bye week, they somehow get involved in this game and lose. Um, but all jokes aside, I think New Mexico State, I just, these teams are going to be, pit- it's going to be pitiful to watch. I'm just going to go with New Mexico State, dude. I just, I just want it to be over with. It's like watching Huskers on Saturday. Just first quarter, the Kool Aid goes out and I just want it to be done.
3: So I actually had New Mexico State first, and now I'm having a change of heart. Give me Hawaii.
1: Uh, sorry. <clears throat> I'm feeling a little bit out of the way. I'm also going to take Hawaii. I took them against Vanderbilt week week zero, and I was incredibly disappointed. Uh, so I decided to give them another chance, and I'm hoping that they don't let me down. Otherwise, we might have some problems.
2: Nice. Yeah, this one, it's a total toss-up of a game, but might as well throw it in there. Next, we got seventh-ranked USC, favored by six and a half at Oregon State, Oregon State is on uh, to come up. They got a good football team. I think USC wins this, but I think it could be close, like the spread says.
0: Lincoln Riley takes this to the bank six and a half easily for USC.
4: Yeah, I I also have USC, but this was among the harder games that I that I picked this week.
5: I I would never trust Lincoln, Lincoln Riley for his brisket, but I will trust him in this scenario. He is definitely going to cover that. All right, like USC is going to run away with this game.
3: I think USC is going to win and they're going to cover that six and a half point spread.
1: I think USC is going to win and I do think they're going to cover as well. They're just, they look really good right now. Last but not least, we have a very
2: intriguing night matchup here in New Jersey. Iowa favored by seven and a half at Rutgers. Cannot wait to watch this game. Low over under. Uh, Iowa's only allowed one touchdown this year and I think it stays that way after this game. Give me Iowa to win 13 to nine. Three field goals from Rutgers.
0: Well, Max, you think they're going to cover the uh the over under on this game? That's kind of that's bold. I don't think that's happening.
2: What uh, the hell do you mean cover and over under? I think they're going to hit, hit, it, the it, hit the under.
0: Hit the, the over. You were
3: doing so good, Isaiah. How do you Max that? So
0: Max and I didn't over under either. Max and I had this conversation yesterday. He's like, it's either you hit the over or you hit the under. There's no in
1: between. Whatever. All right. I have Iowa well, I draw. could push, but okay. I mean, even though it's hard to push because it's like 36 and a half right now, isn't it? Yeah, if it was like 35 even, you could push, but yeah. yeah. Besides the fact
2: give me the I, under, Isaiah.
0: I have the under on this. I have the under. I have Iowa winning 17 to 7.
1: I think it's gonna be a very low scoring game with two good defenses. Let the record I... be known that Max's score still adds up to less than what your score did. Isaiah, and you were saying he's taking the over. He had 31 to 9. He yeah, said 13,
0: 13 9. to 9. Oh, I thought you said 31 to 9. No Isaiah one
1: scored,
3: scored 31
2: score in that game. Oh, well, <laughs> I was no wonder Everyone was so confused. Jesus.
3: <laughs> Isaiah. Oh, you know, man. Dude. All right, Hadley, you go ahead. Dad uh, walk got number got two winning,
4: And I think it's going to be a funky score. I think it ends up being 22 to 6 Iowa.
5: Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make a score prediction on this game because the, neither of these teams know how to do that. No, neither of these teams know how to do that. Um but speaking of pushing, um if you looked at Devin's face, he looks like he needs to push. Um but yeah, I just I just I really don't feel like I could really make a judgment about these two teams based on their offense. It's almost criminal to even consider their teams having an offense. Um, their defenses are great. They're stellar, no doubt. Um, and it's it's fun to watch people actually hit because, you know, Nebraska doesn't tackle their own practice. At least these teams obviously do. Um, so, I mean, I, I have Iowa winning this. I just – it's going to be a bloodbath, dude. And, I mean, and Rutgers is already running red, red, dude, but it's going to be pretty red in there.
3: All right. Give me Rutgers. Give me the Scarlet Knights. The score is going to be 17 to 10. Spencer Petrus is going to have a five QBR. He's going to be awful. The offenses are going to be both awful. And the defenses are going to be fantastic. It's going to be a, such a defensive game. And the under is a for sure hit. I wouldn't say it's my lock. I wouldn't say it's my lock by any means. I'm not like that. I ain't like that. Right, about the punters? It's, pretty, it's pretty good. What's his What's his name? Taylor. Taylor. Tory Taylor. I, I was about to say Tony Taylor for some reason. The Heisman candidate. Taylor? Brett, what do you define I, a for I sure did. hit compared to a lock? Like I don't. I I don't want to say it's a lock, but it's pretty close to a lock. You
5: can't you can't be saying a for sure hit. Brett, and it's what was not your lock, lock for the week?
3: My lock of the week. Um, let me double. Oh, UNLV to cover yeah, Utah okay. State. I feel that's a lock. lock. That's a lock. Come on now. I also am not going to disrespect Iowa like I did last week, so that's why I'm also not saying it's a lock. But the under is pretty pretty close to being a lock.
1: I made sure to write that all down, Brad, so we can come back Thank next you. week Thank and you. talk about what was wrong and right. Yeah, uh, yeah,
3: but Rutgers. I,
1: <coughs> I'm taking Iowa this week. Uh, I'm also taking the under. I think it's going to be a score of 10-3. to 3. I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game, pretty boring, uh, pretty similar to what we saw when they played SDSU.
2: I like that. I like any weird low score prediction. I really want to see five to four. That's like, that's the dream. That's the Iowa dream this season is to see a game in five to four.
4: That would be so cool. Wouldn't that be periods of play and it's five to four.
2: That would just be awesome. I'd love to see it's like four to two. And then someone gets a game winning field goal. That'd be so cool. <laughs> that would just be awesome.
0: That would be nuts.
2: I mean, Iowa right now is averaging almost a safety per game. So.
0: Pretty close,
2: Yeah, yeah. It is pretty damn close, even though they were both in the same game. But they played three games, so it's close. Uh Anyway, that wraps up our picks this week. Sad we couldn't have Connor on here, other birthday boy. Um, But, hey, we're going to be watching that Hawkeye game. And uh I don't know about cheering for his team, but cheering for defense. Cheering Isaiah. for something competitive. <laughs> yeah. Cheering for Tory Taylor and the under. Well –
0: I think that's a, that's everything we have for you guys this week. in this week's edition of power six podcast. Uh, we appreciate every one of you uh, for tuning in each week. I want to shout out Noel again for joining us this week for our guest. Thanks, we appreciate it. We know you fly out tomorrow morning. Uh, thank you for staying and sticking it out with us. Uh, if you guys uh, check us out and watch us on YouTube, I still highly encourage that you listen to us on uh, your favorite podcast platform. Again, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is Power Six Podcast and Instagram is the Power Six Podcast. Max is doing a very good job of the Twitter. Uh, I'm doing a very bad job on the Instagram. Um, I hope all you Husker fans have a very stress free weekend and you just get to enjoy not watching a disappointing Husker team this weekend. And, you know, as always, be safe this weekend. Go Big Red. And since Connor's not here, go
1: Hawks.
3: Oh, gosh. I can't believe you said that. I said know. that in a closer.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, but I'm I'm backing it this week. You know, at this point, I'm just rooting for good football. I don't care who wins yeah. or loses. I just want good football. You know, if every game could end like the way the LSU Florida State game did, I wouldn't. I would never be have a favorite team again. I would just watch.
0: All right.